You are listening to the Mimi B Podcast, a lifestyle podcast that is designed to help you transform your life and become the best version of yourself possible. On this podcast, we talk about health, personal growth, career, and pretty much everything else it takes to become the best you there is. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard. I own the online magazine, Mimi B, and I create courses on how you can upgrade your life to the next level. Every single one of us has the ability to produce extraordinary results in our lives, and this podcast is going to help you get there. Hey guys, today I'm here with Lauren Zander. She's a master life coach, an author, a public speaker, and the co-founder and chairwoman of Handle Group, which is a consulting and life coaching company dedicated to teaching people how to realize their personal and professional visions. Welcome, Lauren. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast today. I I am very excited to be here, and I love what you're doing. Um, and (laughs) and And I'm so impressed with the podcast world and everyone listening and like, like I, it, it's really one of the more inspiring things in a really bizarre world that we're in. Like how much people care about listening to each other, have great conversations. So I'm happy to be part of that. I know it's great, though, isn't it? I feel like podcasting is just about to blow up. It's kind of on on that route of blowing up right now, and I think it's because human beings just like being constantly stimulated. Like we we don't even listen to music anymore. Like we're just always wanting to be entertained and and learning and stuff. So I guess it's a blessing and a curse, but I like podcasting. (laughs) Um, I like being on them. My husband listens constantly to them. And if you're like, Lauren, what do you do? I go, I listen to music. I'm like, you couldn't get me to listen to a podcast. Nothing personal, everybody. But I am, (laughs) I, I am the music junkie. Yeah. yeah, I love music when I'm working out because it just gets me in the zone. But I'm with you. Anyways. I'm with you. Anyway. But yeah, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm impressed with your effort and what you're doing. And oh, everyone, thank you so much. And everyone listening, you know, to for true betterment, like to truly get a, get a better grip on life and what's possible. Yeah, you know what? You're right. My my audience rocks. Like the girls that listen to this podcast, they're amazing and they're committed to living their best lives. And the fact alone that they've even pressed on this title on this podcast, it means that they're interested in bettering themselves. And that is just so commendable. We love that. And I think this is going to be an incredible episode. Excellent. Let's do it. All right. So you've spent over 20 years coaching thousands of people and that's crazy. What's like the biggest issue that you've seen repeatedly throughout all of your clients' lives? And and what do people, you know, have more in common than we might think Uh, problem-wise? I'm I'm embarrassed at how fancy the answer really is, right? Like, oh, everyone breathe. You're not going to know my answer unless you know me. And it's pretty bad and it's pretty true. Okay. It's pretty bad. It's pretty true. And everyone's going to drop their mouths because yes, I'm even talking to you, even the ones trying hard and committed to doing better. We're a bunch of liars. We lie and we want our lies withholding information, not telling the truth about things, even because we don't want to hurt people for whatever good reason we have, we are two-faced and lying and it corrupts us inside out. Right? And mm. that corruption of is the epitome of a lack of self-respect. What you did, what you said, what you think, what you want to do, 
you'll lie about to make someone else feel better, to get away with something, to not be true to yourself. And so for every second you've ever lied, there's a consequence. And it's and that consequence is what we're all still paying for on earth. Mm. So why do we lie? Why do us as humans lie all the time? And I know that we lie a lot. Like even if it's little white lies in conversation, listen, I do it too. I'm sure I exaggerate and and just kind of make things seem different to how they actually are in conversation yeah. to either yeah. make myself look better yeah. or to cater to who I'm speaking to or to get what I want. You know, why do we do it? It works. It works. Um, so I, let me get this straight. I can do something that someone else would be upset about and they'll never know. And then I could do what I want to do anyway, or what I feel compelled to do anyway, not get in trouble, not hurt the other person and do it anyway. Sounds like a great deal, right? So, mm. you know, so we want to people please and we don't want to get in trouble. And those dominate the truth. Like they are above the truth. The truth is I wanted three drinks. The truth is I had three drinks. The truth is when my wife asked me, what did I do? I said, I had one drink. Mm-hmm. What was and the- you think it's a little, you think it's a little white lie, but it actually just adds up, right? The relationship to the truth Like in the moment you go, I had one drink and you really had three. Your ability to hold court on your inner dialogue. You see that inner dialogue said, say one, don't say three, right? Like something said, don't say three. Something indicated lie. Where'd that something come from? That's the self. Right. So if I want to help a person dream, do the things they want in their life, fulfill on their life, I need to get to the mainframe of where you make decisions from. But if that mainframe is a con artist, a Ponzi scheme, lies to keep other people happy, you can't even have an orgasm and tell the truth about where to touch you, right? Like what? Like the liar (laughs) is so willing to lie to keep other people happy or not get themselves in trouble or even point to they didn't tell the truth last time, right? So we end up in a muck and I have nicknames for it so you don't be mean to yourself or mean to others Mm -hmm. about being liars because we are. And, you know, and then the next joke I make is, where's the lying section in the bookstore? <laughs> where's like the study of lying happening, right? Like the pathology of lying. Like if you really start to go hunting for like what hurt you in love, what hurt you in business, what hurt you in your relationships within your family, what hurt you with your best friends. Like if we really get our little nose into what's making us suffer, we will find lying as the core. Hmm. And we, because we're all still a bunch of liars, oops, um, can't even figure out how to find our own belly button with that thing. So what do we do to stop lying? Because it's such an ingrained thing in all of us. Like we just do it habitually. How do we, 
How do we take action? Like what actionable steps do we need to take to stop lying all the time? So first of all, I lay out all the different types of ways a human can lie, right? And I make a person truly go through all areas of their life, all the people in their life, and all the different ways of lying there are. And I get a person to tell the truth for the first time about all the ways they're still lying to their mother. They're still lying to their boyfriend. They never, you know, so you you take all the people in your life and you figure out all the different ways one can lie, how you particularly lie, and then who you lied to. And then what happens is, is you start with the minute you start to see your trail you also can start to experience the consequence of your fakeness or your, you know, disconnect from them, like really feeling present and in love with people. You will find out that all of your relations are corrupted from your lying. Not because you don't, you know, know you love that person, but the difference between being authentically yourself and coming clean about stuff and not is the difference between being present in your life and not. And so mostly I have to make people do their lie list, make people figure all of that out, all of it. And then slowly but surely get the bad joke, which is, um, you know, if you're doing this much lying, so are they. (gasps) Right? (laughs) Like, Like, it's not just you right? It's all of us, right? And so you're, you know, so there's a lot of getting a person to have the courage to tell the truth about the way they lie. And Mm. and then unless you really start to tell the truth about the way you lie, you will not stop lying. It's still a better notion. And then here's this other funny thing I say. Um, um, I remember the first time my first child lied to me, right? I have three kids, right? It was so cute. I couldn't stand it, right? It was not like children are innocent and they become liars. I'm like, the minute we figure out language, you know, that's about the time we're starting to figure out how to lie, right? So walk into the, you know, my kid's bedroom, right? And what does she have that I can see? A bag of cookies, right? Like I know she got a bag. I know the girl, like the little two-year-old figured out how to steal a bag of cookies because she doesn't know I can see the bag, right? She's not that, like they don't have that many concepts going at the same time, right? So she took the, and she has chocolate on her face, right? (laughs) She has chocolate on her face. And, and I go, what have you been doing, Daisy? And she, and literally right out of her mouth goes, I've been playing with the, you know, the doll that was sitting on her. Like, I've been playing with this doll, right? And I'm like, anything else you've been doing, Daisy? No. And I'm like, did you, did you get any extra cookies? And she looked me dead in the eye, crumbs on the face. No. Like straight up. Oh my God. Straight up. No. Now. I proceed to hysterically laugh because most people would scream at their child about that moment. But I hysterically laugh because I get the joke, right? That it's ingrained. Look at that thing. No different than sleep, pooping, eating, lying, ingrained. Like I didn't teach that to her. 
right? At all. Mm. And then I walk her to the mirror. I'm like, come here, Daisy. I have to show you something. And then I'm like, look in the mirror, right? And she could see all the chocolate and the cookie on her face. I go, see how mommy knew you were eating cookies? And she's like, oh, right? Like got, got it, right? That was it, <laughs> right? Like not, and like, every, you know, and so, and then go into shame, go into want to hide it, feel bad, like get hysterical, right? So human behavior is it, we are ingrained liars. And the lying is um, one of the most important things to stop. So you're, you actually get committed to what matters most to you in your life. Okay. So what if you just don't tell the truth, but you don't lie? Like you just don't comment on a situation. Like what if, you know, I was actually talking to a girlfriend the other day and she is in a long-term relationship, but she's been attracted to this like guy that she works with and she doesn't want to tell her partner because it's obviously going to cause issues in the relationship. And she's just doing the avoidance trick. You know, she's not lying, but she's not being honest. What kind of thing would you reply to that? First, I would tell you that anything, one of the most interesting phenomenas of how humans create reality, watch this, okay? If you can smell it, it must be real. If you can taste it, it must be real. And then we learned in science that even what you can't see, like x-rays, can be real, right? Now I'm going to take what creates reality, because those are all things that create reality, taste, touch, what, like even what you can't see, there's things that are real, right? But watch how humans create reality. If I can't tell you something, it must be real. It must be true. If I can't tell you, you look fat, you must be getting fat. You understand? If I can't tell you I don't like your sweater, your sweater must be ugly. My secrets not only validate my own thinking, they create reality and I now start posturing in honor of what I can't tell you. I just created reality. So the way to actually love your man or or really not make something unreal is, <clears throat> is by telling it. Honey, you know, so what you would have, what I would have her do is go, listen, baby, if you ever find yourself attracted to someone or I ever find myself attracted to someone, we better tell so that we know about it so that it's not making us weird, right? Mm. It's actually the opposite will make it less likely to ever have an affair. Mm. Okay, the more the more you keep it a secret, the more you're staring at what they're wearing today. <gasps> I should be looking, right? Like it's it you it's the it's the opposite compulsion. What secrets create um intrigue, mass, like I think they're sleeping together. And then everyone starts to watch them. The girl was wrong. They're not sleeping together. He's gay, right? Like whatever. Like, but now you're watching. Right. And, and we're, we are data collecting theory based creatures. Right. And we think we're all the same. Like, oh, we, you and I just saw that meeting. We must have walked out with the same experience of the meeting. And the answer is, no, you didn't. 
She watches for this. You watch for that. You both sat in the same meeting and would tell totally two different stories about what just happened, right? So human interpretation is, is the, is like the wild west in the United States. It's got like so much power in it and so much freedom and has never been really fulfilled on or discovered. So all the way back to lying. If you can't tell the truth about something, you just made up what the truth was. What? No, really. Right? Humans make shit up all the time. We are full of it. And then whatever we're full of, we cause, whether it's good or bad. In which case, you want to get into that inner dialogue and understand what you tell yourself because you're making manifest of it, good or bad. And lying, withholding information, is a form of arrogance and then ultimately believing it. So she now, she's literally making herself more attracted to the guy. Oh my God, this is crazy. Yeah, I I can totally see it now. That makes so much sense. And she might think that she's protecting that partner of hers, right? If you, if I love, if I think I have weird taste, let's say I just think I have straight, I have taste, right? And I'm like, you go, Lauren, do you like my sweater? And I'm like, I hate the color purple. I'm sorry. No, right. It's purple, right? What am I supposed to say? Yes. Why? You asked me my opinion, right? I don't like purple. I don't like it. No, I like skinnier animals, right? Like I like, right. I like rounder, you know, guys like bigger boobs. Like what? I don't care what you like. I care that you don't lie to me, but most people are lying. Because they want to get the cookie, whatever the cookie is. Yes. Yes. So so my kid not only wanted to eat the cookie, but knew she took the cookie and she wasn't supposed to have the cookie. So she wanted the cookie and she ate it and she wanted mommy to be happy with her too. Right? Why? Of course that's what everybody wants. Wait, let me get this straight. I want to cheat on my boyfriend because he was cute. And I want to keep my boyfriend. Oh, he loves me. Right? Like, is that really so surprising why people lie? That just explains cheating. That just completely explains cheating. You want to have your cake and eat it too. (laughs) Yes. And you want, and you, and, and there's really good reason, right? There's a lot of good reasons. Like I, I had a call today with a woman. I'm helping who's been unhappy for, you know, at least 30 years, right? And we're cleaning up her cancer. And, you know, do I equate one's emotional suffering with cancer too? And the answer is yes. Not only should you clean up your whole life, but you better figure out maybe you gave yourself cancer in an emotional point of view. Okay. I know that's hairy, but I believe in that. No, I I believe in that too. 100%. I actually interviewed Kelly Gores from the Heal documentary. Have you seen Heal? No. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Um, it's all about like how, you know, the mind body connection, how you literally will manifest diseases and stuff inside of you. And you can also heal yourself that way, but sorry to interrupt you. Go back to what yeah, you so I believe in that. I do that. I have so much proof that the method I developed heals people by teaching them how to heal themselves. So we're, we're aligned. So this woman that I'm helping in her marriage. Okay. 
um, Muslim woman, um, very successful family, um, lives in a Muslim country, right? Like out there, right? But never like caught her husband cheating, forgave him. Everybody see my air quotes. Okay. And he stopped, but literally they've never been happy ever again. It's not bad, bad. They have great kids, but like, like she's being a good soldier and been lying ever since. Right. And she pretends she loves him and treats him well, but has this whole inner dialogue and only tells her best friend. Right. And this whole, you know, drama where she's living a double life. And she's being this martyr and good person and has a pretty good life, but like totally hating herself and him and her life always as a constant competing narrative. And I'm like, cancer, cancer. Right. And so she's going to have to, like, we're already writing the letter and starting to figure out what she's going to go sit and say to him. And, and like, do you love him? Are you staying with him for the rest of your life? If you're staying, can we make this an amazing love affair? Like, who said in your late sixties, you can't have an amazing love affair now with the man you didn't forgive 20 years ago? Right. So we're, we're, the, the properties of telling the truth, figuring out two people lie, we all lie. What it really does is it has like the, the paddles, the defibrillator, like boom, boom. It lets you come back to life at any time because we can tell the truth differently and we can tell a very different story and we can forgive and we can own anything if you really believe it's like if you tell on your part. Mm, you can start fresh. Oh, truly. By understanding what a liar you are, right? It's actually kind of funny, right? You have to get what a jerk you are to stop being such a jerk. So, okay, Lauren, what if you tell the truth Mm. to somebody that you love and then Mm. you lose them? Like, what if it's a really big internal thing? Like, what if a husband has been cheating on his wife for all these years, but he loves her and he loves their life together, but he just isn't sexually interested in her or something? Like, what if... And I'm, I know I keep saying yeah, the example yeah. of couples because that's just like a really easy way to go. But, you know, in friendships as well. Like, what if you lose the person and then you regret it? And you're like, F this. I'm never telling the truth ever again. Okay. It is definitely true that you will lose people. The person you lost, you sacrificed with being the real you lost them. Does that make sense? Like the real you did exactly what they did to lose that person. And that person deserves to fire you. Do you understand? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not happy with any drunk driver, but any drunk driver that ends up being drunk enough, they hurt someone. No one's upset. They went to jail. No one's upset. Like you understand. We're like, Okay. But the amount of drunk drivers that are out there that don't hurt anybody are lucky, but in a sick kind of luck. And Mm -hmm. one of those days they may not be so lucky. And then, so what happens is, is most people don't deal with problems till they acutely blow up in their face. 
right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no, that's so, so true. So the, the joke that I make is most people in life are running flat, like a flat t- like the run flat tires, right? They're not thriving. They're not in love. They're not dealing with the truth. They're not in their best relationship. They didn't get, they didn't learn their lessons, right? We're so scared based, fear based, holding on to what we have and not growing, (laughs) willing to let go, willing to be ourselves, willing to fail, willing to learn, right? If you're not willing to fail, then you're not willing to learn. If you don't have a big enough game, you're not going to fail or learn. Like there, there's really principles to being, you know, legendary and free and fulfilled. And they have a lot of risk involved, but they also have a lot of truth telling from my perspective. Right. So yes, I had, Lauren, have you lost friendships? Many. Lauren, have you cheated on men that you told the truth to who broke up with you or stopped being your friends? As a matter of fact, they all forgave me. Um, just so you know, they all, no, one didn't. There is one guy who did not forgive me. But did they stay with you? Um, no, we didn't stay together. Um, well, when I learned I was such a liar, everybody, I broke up with everybody because of some good reason. I'm leaving town. I'm doing this. I'm going to college. I'm going here. I'm doing that, right? Like some good reason so I could get out of jail free card. But the truth is, is I had already cheated on them plenty. Mm-hmm. I never, I never got caught ever. I went back to every relationship I was in and told the truth and got literally a pitcher of beer dumped on my head. No way. In the winter in New York city. It was hot. Wow. I, mean, I mean, cold, right? <laughs> but I have never felt more present, alive and free in my entire life. I was, I had never, I like literally miss that moment of cold, wet taxi drive home, knowing that it was the last big lie and that I had set my entire life free to being true to myself. And that I had no, I didn't have lies with my parents. I didn't have lies with my boyfriends. I didn't have, I didn't have lies anymore. I didn't have friends. I didn't tell the truth to anymore. I didn't, I didn't have anybody else's lies that I was holding. Like I was done. I quit. I, I like literally, you know, changed my life forever and refused to go back, right? I will not lie for you. I will not lie about myself. I will not lie about what I'm into. I will not lie about drugs. I will not lie about anything. Like ask me anything. I'm scary because I will tell you the truth. Mm. So what about if people, like if I started telling the truth to everybody, what if, you know, like, what if people just thought I was a bitch? (laughs) And what if people stopped liking me? You would learn, right? So when, so if you ever, you know, in my line of work, the only men who were cheaters that stopped cheating were ones that had the consequence of getting caught or, or really coming clean. And then it, it, when you stick your hand in fire, you never do it again. Mistakes that keep repeating, you could almost bet they haven't had a proper amount of consequence. That's why alcoholics need to hit bottom because it's the only way they'll come back up. If you never hit bottom, if you never almost kill someone in a car or fall asleep in a car, you will still have the third drink driving. Do you understand? Like, 
Mm -hmm. I've had the one time I drove home because I, it was late. I only had two drinks. I am sure I would not be pulled over, but I was a little sleepy all the way home. And I was like, Oh, never again. That was the worst experience. Like heart racing, keep myself awake. I don't like how this feels. Right. And that was the last time I ever had two drinks driving. I own one. I never fall. I get, I never get sleeping. Does that make sense? Like to know thyself is to keep oneself really happy and proud. Most people are living with a very different state of self-awareness or self-happiness, right? How's your marriage? How's your boyfriend? How's your job? How's your body? Do you like looking in the mirror? Do you like talking to your best friend? Do you like, so what I make a person do through my method is really find all the ways they're full of it with themselves on the inside so that you can break out and find your truth. And I'm not going to, you know, and find someone you don't need to lie to. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or be totally. someone that doesn't need to lie. Right now, you need to lie. How about, when is that disturbing to you? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's scary. You know, we all need to be more aware of it. I, I, I just, I, because you just do it so subconsciously. Well, like, at least I do. Like I, I don't think I'm a liar, but I definitely exaggerate or under-exaggerate things in conversation or, you know, it's, you. I just have to be more aware. So here's, you have to write your list, um, right? It's, it's, kind of it's, okay. So if a person isn't losing weight and they really wish they were, and then they go, but I eat clean and perfect, right? I, it's not me. It's not my diet. Something's wrong. With my. Me. <laughs> like they're, they're coming after their thyroid, right? I'm like, you know, you're going to do something really annoying for a few weeks. Everything you put in your mouth, you're going to write down. And the amount so that you start to get conscious to hand to mouth. No different than someone spending money. Like spend two weeks and find out how much money you really spend in a given day. Well, is not the number you're guessing. Is not the calories you're guessing, right? Like, is a person telling the truth? Answer is most people stay naive to the truth, so they don't ever have to feel like a liar, liar. Okay. So what happens is, is we also don't know how much we lie, or even understand the way we lie, or that we're still lying. So until you actually like do your accounting like catch it all and see all the ways you lie and the type of lies you tell, you're never going to go, I'm a liar or I'm overeating or I'm overspending. Right. So it, Mm -hmm. it, a human doesn't ever want to smell their own poopy, like, like really (laughs) fake themselves. They'd rather say the reason the, you know, I can't make more money is because I didn't go to college. Right. And then they forget all the billionaires who never went to college. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like they're not going to look at the world fair. They're going to look at themselves so they can stay the same. So this is a real act of change. And if you've never sat down to confront, you know, I have seven different categories for lying. And then you've never written down your history of lying. It isn't because you don't have one. It's because you don't want to face yours. And I'm like, oh my God, there's nothing more fun than facing the ways you lie. The the minute you can see the ways you lie and who you're lying to, you then have a very different 
set of choices going forward. Mm -hmm. And you're just honest with yourself. So that means that you're going to actually do what you know works. Like the whole weight loss thing just makes so much sense. It's like, oh, but like I eat so clean. I don't know why I'm not losing weight. It's like, no, like you're so, you just need to write it down. It's so true. Yeah, and it could just be you're eating clean, but what does that have to do with the three drinks you had tonight? Right. That's, mm. that's an extra 400. You you know, every day you eat an extra meal, right? Mm. And there is no amount of exercise that can kill that amount of sugar, right? Like, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. you, can't, you can't do that. Right. You're like, like I have helped people who write down the facts about money or sugar or anything they're doing. And it changes them radically in minutes because it isn't that they're not trying to work hard. Right. It's not, it's people are not, people are committed to having great relationships or great sex lives. Right. Or great careers. It's not like you're not committed to it. You just don't want to face what you're blocking yourself in. Mm -hmm. And most of it's ready, dark, really dark, dark Mm -hmm. of us, really dark of us. And humans pretend they're not dark. Any part of my darkness I feel terrible about, I'm so guilty, I hide it. You know, it's like the whole world is, you know, watching porn, but no one admits it. Like, Mm. come on, you know, how's that possible? (laughs) Everyone. (laughs) How is this such a religious world and and there's this much porn being spent money? Like, come on, humans. When are we going to, like, pretend we're not such... Like we're just going to stop pretending we're good and start to own how we're not so good. Mm. I guess the stopping lying thing would also help with people that have, you know, boring sex lives because they can just tell their partners, oh, you know what? I've actually been lying. I don't like when you do this. I want you to do this instead. It's a miracle. Do you know that the amount of people I've gotten to talk about sex or figure out they don't talk about sex enough in their relationships about even to themselves, right? Like, like if you can ask any woman to describe the way she likes an orgasm or what she likes, we will talk, we will start to go into baby talk and weirdo. Like we can barely talk about, like if I said, how do you like a massage on your back? right? Or how do you like to cook your chicken, right? If I go, how do you like your orgasm? Everyone, like, what is up? And I'm not saying you're telling some man even, right? I'm saying you couldn't even write the answer down. You're so, we are so awkward in so many interesting ways that we're not studying it or making it more normal. Or, and it's all because we're scared to tell someone they're doing something wrong. But what we're also really scared is to be that honest and then they'll be that honest. Like it's just a lot of um, places in life we don't have real intimacy or honesty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then people are not telling the truth about all their lovers, what they've done, who they are, abortions. Like there's just, it's like an area people lie. Right. So you think you need to be honest about everything in your life though? Like can't you just keep some stuff to yourself that's personal or or do you really just truly think that you just need to kind of be an open book and that's the only way that you can find true freedom? I think self-respect has no secrets. 
But self-respect has no secrets. I have no secrets. I respect my marriage. I respect what I let my husband get away with. Wink, wink. Like I, I respect how intimate he and I are. I, I like I, I res- My kids know everything. My kids know what drugs I have done and do. <laughs> right? They know everything. I am not a liar. I refuse to manage secrets so that people will or won't judge me. I am not available to lie for the sake of what others will think. Do you ever catch yourself wanting to lie now after doing all of this work and helping thousands of people? Do you still get that instinct sometimes or no? Not at all. I ready. Here's the cue to I'll tell you where it shows up every freaking time, which is kind of funny. If I'm if if there's the potential for me to be late somewhere. My head starts trying to manufacture a lie. <gasps> Look at the traffic, right? I'm like, you know, you left. Like, I will not lie. I will not lie, right? I left late. <laughs> I apologize. And then if I'm late to a client, I owe 20 bucks. If I'm late twice to the same client, it goes up to 50. So I, it, like, I literally lock myself down that I'm not allowed, right? But my desire to lie is like, ha, ha, ha. It's the only place, like, it wants to lie. It like wants to, it's come, it's manufacturing a good idea for a lie. I will not tell. Right. And then, um, you know, I used to have an issue about like sexual fantasies and, and I didn't, I wasn't like going to tell anybody my sexual fantasies cause they were bizarre in my mind. And then I got over myself and told my husband told anyone who would listen. Right. So there, so it can come up that what I think is like one would make fun of me or, you know what I mean? Like I, you could make fun of me. Right. And I'd be like, wait a minute that I, I like being cool. So I don't want you to make fun of me. Right. So, but that, so th- I've had some, you know, scuffles with, with thinking of lying <laughs> or withholding information, mm. but I, I quickly get over it in the name of how silly humans are. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Being truthful to the world, I'm just thinking about it now. We talk about confidence a lot on the podcast. It's just totally in line with that. Like if you're just truthful to your partner, to your friends, to the world, to yourself, it just means that you just have this innate confidence that you're going to be okay. Yeah. And and you're willing to live with the karma of everything you choose in the moment right? Mm -hmm. Like you're willing to own what anyone thinks, what they could judge you for, what they, like you're willing, like you care way more about that. There's nothing to lie about. There's nothing to manipulate what, like, so you like me better so that I look better. There's no con. Every lie is a con. Every lie is to, is an ego-based concept. Right. So if you refuse to lie to anyone or omit information to anyone, I think that is your higher self. And I don't care if your higher self just had five drinks. Like I understand you could, like, I don't care. Like you're not going to lie. Right. Like I just got drunk and did this. Right. Like that, obviously, that's not a higher self in that moment. But, but the truth telling of it is. 
And it's a very different experience of, of learning. Does that like, so if you, and you're, so then your wife walks out on you, you're going to learn. Right. And so over my career, I have found that the men that have stopped being cheaters were ones who went through hell because of it. And friends that turned into better friends lost someone. Right. And Mm. people who had epic second marriages and are in their second marriage now, it was because of how dumb they were on the first. Right. They married Mm -hmm. for money. They married because it was, you know, everyone was turning 30. Right. Like they married for all the wrong reasons. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, so I think that lying is the most eroding, detrimental thing to self-confidence, self-respect, self-love, higher self. What if you don't know what you want? What if like you're just confused? So you don't want to be honest because you don't even know what you want yet. Um, am I allowed to curse? Are you good with curse? Yes, please. Okay, good. Um, so we, I make a series of hysterical jokes about women. Okay. And so you just triggered me wanting to explain the joke. What? So I teach higher consciousness, right? <laughs> right. And women can be cunt fused and it's convenient. <laughs> okay. And that's lower consciousness, right? And, and then my funny joke is I'm cunt fuscious. <laughs> right. So, um, and I know everywhere the word, the, the word cunt is a really mean, mean word. And I, and I think I'm taking it back for women, right? Like, it's like a joke, like, you know, black people use their word. I'm using mm-hmm. our word. Right. <laughs> um, and, and, um, any place you're allowed to lie and keep all the cards, any place you're like, I don't know what I really want to do. So why would I have that conversation with my boss or my boyfriend or my girlfriend? Because maybe I'm just like anything that's protecting you, but you're keeping all the cards because you're keeping all the information and they're the one that's going to get hurt by it and they don't get to participate and you're keeping all the power. How convenient. Love that. Love that so much. That makes so much sense. Mm. So what I would do to that person is I would give them a deadline to come clean um, or get out. Right. You want to, you don't want to tell the truth. You're not going to tell the truth. You don't want to deal with it. You really, I'm not saying never lie. I'm just saying, understand what a lie is. Right. Like you're, I, I, I am not judging you that you have lies. I just know you do. I'm telling you that the lies you're keeping are not to protect other people. They keep you stuck and they keep the other person stuck. And don't you wonder if they're lying to you too? Because they are. Everyone is. And unless you've come clean completely, you think the other person has? Do you have any idea how much this is prevalent? If you're doing it, they're doing it. And so if you can't go there yourself, they don't go there either. You both don't go there at all. And you're pretending you both do. Wow, that's interesting. You're not telling how to have a better sex life. You think they're thinking you're hot? Come on. Everybody's lying, right? Mm-hmm. So the it takes one person to jump in first. 
right? But if I if I ask you, when you know when did you lose your virginity, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, I'll tell you. What, that means you can ask me, and I'll tell you. So if I ask the question, I have to be willing to answer it. Mm. That's another reason nobody brings things up. Yeah, because then they need to answer it too. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. then, then it's a very simple turn the, you know, the force the other way. So if the force is going, don't ask, don't tell. And if we never talk about it, it maybe it doesn't exist, but I'm doing it and hiding it. Does that mean you're doing it and hiding it? No, it means you're doing something and hiding it. So if I bring up what I'm doing and hiding, it'll make you bring up what you're doing and hiding or I, right? Like, oh no, the minute you go there, right? It goes there immediately. So you can't un here unsay things, which is why everyone's operating fake with their boss, with their coworkers, mm-hmm. right? I get hired mm-hmm. to come in, right? Oh my God, hysterically, right? So here, here's this woman. I get hired. They're on their wits end. She's a co-founder too. So she owns stock, right? She owns stock. And everyone is at their wits end about wanting to fire her. Okay. And she has some great gifts, but there's all this mess and everyone's hating her. Okay. So I do my 360. I do all my little interviews. I find out everything, right? Okay. And you're like, what happened, Lauren? And I'm like, first of all, it took me two weeks to change her radically. Like two weeks. It was embarrassing how easy this job was because no one really spelled it out to her clearly and told her how they wanted her to do it. And everyone thinks they had, they were at their wits end planning to fire her. And I turned her around in two weeks and they like, by the time they brought me into coach her, they thought it was their last effort. And then for them to figure out they had like, she had no idea that's what they needed or wanted. And then for me to make them face, they had never really asked for it, but they all thought they did. That's how far from telling the truth all of us are. It's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. So how do you, okay, we talked about how, that we need to be honest about things, but how do you approach the situation to be honest? Like, for example, what if there is a family member and everybody is on edge around them and the whole family secretly like hates them and, you know, no, everyone talks behind their back, but but nobody can really tell them the issue because they're worried they'd go crazy. You know, like what would you do in that yeah. situation? Like a big intervention, but wouldn't that be like ganging up on them? Like what's like the best approach to come face to face with someone and just tell them the honest truth that something that they're doing just isn't working? Okay. So first of all, it's so much easier than some, you know, political campaign. Okay. Like, there's no like, how do I get this person to it? Here's how this goes. And watch how easy this is to flip. When you go to talk to something, to someone about something you want them to change, you don't make the person wrong for being who they are. Right? So, Let's say 
well, let's give an example. Like, so whatever it is, you know, we'll just do it this way. Whatever it is, whatever you're upset about, it's your problem you're upset. Honey, I noticed that I've been getting upset about, you know, you've been this way for 20, like, it's not your fault, but I need something from you. Would you do something for me? Did that make sense, right? So it's like, I'm having a problem. I'm noticing I have a problem with us. I think I have the freak flag. I'm the interesting one, right? I need everything clean in our bedroom before we have sex because I go nuts if you haven't put your clothes away, right? And so then I come home, I see the room a mess, and then it turns me off sexually. I know it's ridiculous that clothes on the chair make me sexually impotent, and I'm that bitch that gets all nutty about a pair of pants. So how about either, like, before we get laid, let's put the pants away, right? Do you understand, like, if you make it, like... Here's this, I'm having an issue. I noticed I have a problem. I have expectations. I have a way I see things. I have opinions and I'm laying them on you. And it's making Mm -hmm. me weird with you. Like it's not your fault, right? You could even like, hey, I notice you start drinking in the afternoon and I think that the only way drinking has integrity is if it's two drinks once, you know, once a day after five o'clock. And so you're like some European drinking at lunch and I can't look you in the eye. Not mm-hmm. you're an out. Al- you, I don't even have to call you an alcoholic, right? In my mind, two drinks during the workday is an alcoholic. I could tell you that I have an opinion about that. And so if you and I are going to stay working together, if you and I are going to stay lovers, I'm going to need something. Are you willing to deal with it or do it? Brother, right, or sister, I have a need for us to talk once a week. I have a need. If I call you on Tuesday, you have to call me the following week. I can't make all the phone calls. I can't pay all the bills for our mother, even though I'm a hundred times, like I've done this for lots of families, right? Where the really rich person is paying for the sick mother and there's all these other siblings, right? And no one else is reaching in their pocket. And the rich one isn't really more like is more like hates their siblings. Mm-hmm. So that's that person going, it's not fair. And I don't think I'm accountable for paying for everything for mom and dad, because I have more money than you all. I think I should pay um, more than you. Like, it's okay that I want, we just, you know, went to, like, I want her in this really fancy one and you want her in this, what you could afford. So you put in a hundred, I'll put in 800 and we'll call that fair. Right. Like, so it isn't that things are literally all the same. It's that people are telling the truth and making it fair. Hmm. Okay. That's a really good approach. Just saying it from a perspective, that's not an attack, just making it a fair, plain, factual type thing. And that just seems like it would work way better. Because I think the attack thing, like fights just just don't end well when it's an attack. Yeah, I teach the end of right and wrong. And I teach tell your side 
and tell the other person's side and they both get accepted and that the real issue in life is respect. Like, do you respect their point? Like, I respect my husband's point of view. I don't always agree with him, but I, he, I grant him his whole point of view. I grant me my whole point of view. Neither one of us is righter or wronger at all, ever. We're never right or wrong. We're never dominant. We have to get each other and come to agreements. I'm not even kidding, ever. We negotiate, right? He thinks this for our kids. I think this for our kids. I get his perspective. I love his perspective. He loves my, he like loves my perspective. Okay, well, I can see you care about, you don't care. You think it's no big deal. Like we get each other. And then he's like, well, I really would be upset if Kaya, our daughter, got to do this given she didn't do that. I'm like, okay. Right. So we negotiate and figure it out versus righteousness and the other one better comply with points of view. We just have to hear each other and respect each other and then negotiate. Mm, I love this. This is great. Actionable, actionable tips. I can't believe it's already been 52 minutes because I want to keep talking to you forever, but I definitely need to have you on again because this has been such an incredible episode and pretty eye-opening. You know, I've never had anyone on talking about lying before and it's something that we all do pretty much daily. It's, it's a big deal. And I completely back everything you've said. And after listening to the podcast where I discovered you, the one with Mark Hyman, I've been thinking about lying and I've been a bit more aware of what I say in my daily life. And, you know, I, I completely can see how it's just freeing by just being honest and I'm going to work on it and I'm being on it. I'm not going to, you know, I I don't know if I'm ready just to dive in fully yet, but I'm definitely going to work on it. It's, I think, you know, it's going to be a work in progress, but yeah, I actually have one more question for you. So on my podcast, we talk about morning routines a lot and success and setting up your, your day for success. And you're obviously a very successful woman, I must say. You've done a lot and and you're constantly all over the place doing a ton of different stuff. You know, yeah. you're you're an achiever. So yeah. let's say you've woken up on the wrong side of the bed one morning. What do you do that ensures that you'll bounce back and have an amazing day? Well for I I seven days a week. Okay. For the last at least 14 years. I design my day every day, which means um, before my day starts, whatever time that is, right? Though it's due before 10 a.m. or I owe 10 bucks, honestly, um, (laughs) I have to design my day, which is look at my whole day and figure out what I'm, who I, it's not just what am I doing. It's not a to-do list. It's a more of a to-be list. And I send out my list, my daily design for the day to my group of girls or my buddy. I always have someone I'm sending it to. And at the end of the day, before I go to bed, I rate my day against that design. And then if it's under basically an 8.5 on a scale of one to 10, I owe notes to myself. Like I should have done this. I should, like, I will coach myself on to do's that I send to the other person. And then I have to do them. 
or you know, like you know, so i'm i'm constantly evaluating how great my day was like i never let a day get away without designing it and um so like any day any given day i could lose 20 dollars to my buddy if i don't design my day or close out my day every day and that keeps me really creating um, in a subconscious, con- like a subconscious conscious way of like that I get to say how my day is and I can make magic happen. Like I, I make, these are, this is fun for me. Like I'm not like studying it or working hard at it. I really, like I look at my day and I'm like, oh, what am I creating today for my clients, for myself, for my husband, for my kids, for my, for money, for my body, for my business, right? I'm like, ooh, what am I up to? And then I know someone's reading it, which also puts me on the hook, right? Like I love the pressure of it because I said so. And then I write my results at the end of the day. I rate myself. I can't, I can't be rating myself a 10 if I didn't make any of the magic happen. So I am constantly designing my day, closing out my day, and engineering greater and greater days. Brilliant. That is such a great answer. And I've started to do the same. I do a meditation in the morning and a meditation at night. And during both of those meditations, the morning one, it is like a guided meditation by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And it talks about like, who do you want to be today? Like make a plan. And I also do a ton of writing and journaling as well. But the nighttime meditation, the same thing. Uh, it's a guided one by Joe Dispenza. And it talks about, okay, think over your day. Like, did you do what you wanted to do this morning? Like, just really analyzing and looking at yourself straight in the eyes and really right. just dissecting whether or not you achieved what you wanted to do. And that just goes back to the whole thing of honesty. Yeah. Be honest with yourself and stop lying to yourself. Like, really just being truthful and yeah. I love this. I love this conversation so much. Thank you so much, Lauren. Honestly, so, so much. Where can everyone find you on social media and such? Okay. So the best way to find me is my online course and my company. So inner you, right, is my inner you is where to find inner, I-N-N-E-R-U dot com like interview.com right um or lauren zander will work or handel group will work h-a-n-d-e-l group will work like any you know plug in my name all roads lead to my website to my coaching to my online course right to my book my book is maybe it's you and that's a joke right you get the joke (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Love that. I need to read your books, by the way. I'm going to order them on Amazon tonight. Ah, uh, thank you. That's good. Good. That's okay. Good. Thank you good. so much for coming on. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. And yes, I want to come back already. <laughs>